0: This week's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30 day free trial at AudibleTrial.com forward slash DJ X. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
1: This episode of the DJ Force X podcast is proudly sponsored by Fixed. Fixed is a fan and artist-friendly independent record label that specializes in hybrid electronic rock. It's home to the likes of Celduella Blue Starly, I Will Never Be The Same, Richie Nicks, The Algorithm, Voicians, Celia Akira, and a whole bunch more. Check out their latest label sampler for just $1 at their official store fixstore.com that's f-i-x-t store.com save 10% off your first order by using my coupon code forcex that's f-o-r-c-e-x they have loads of shirts hoodies stickers posters and many other accessories for all their artists and this is available worldwide with fantastic international shipping rates to go with that Head over to fixstore.com and check them out. And don't forget, use my coupon code forcex.
0: Hello, and welcome to the DJ Forcex podcast episode 57. Um, yes, on this episode, I'm going to hit you with a double header. I have another canadian double header if you will uh, coming from the canadian territories i have van holst and fractal cypher uh, both very different in their approach to the heavy sound um, but both equally good so please uh check out their albums and stuff we're going to chat about it in the interviews um which i'm just going to lead you into now so first up it's going to be cammy and brett from van holst and then uh it's going to have a little interlude in the bit where i will uh introduce fractal cypher enjoy <laughs> to welcome to my show this week cammy and brett from the band van Halst. welcome guys
2: hello
3: hello thanks for having us
0: yeah no worries how are you doing today
3: doing all right no complaints yeah cool. getting ready for getting ready for a show so
0: oh nice you playing tonight we are oh cool all right i <laughs> won't keep you too long then um so um you have an album out called uh, world of make-believe uh, which is out now Uh, And it is um, self-released, is that correct? That's correct. Awesome. So, um, yeah, if if I could just get some, uh, like, the origin story of the band, if I can.
3: Sure. Um, It's it's a bit of a long story, but uh, to keep a long story short, myself (laughs) and the guitarists have known each other for a number of years, I think, I don't know, 12 or 14 years. And we started this project as a solo project for me, but after we started writing and kind of established that the the project needs to be a lot heavier than what we were writing and we, we really wanted to experiment with some metal, that's when we started hunting around for a drummer that could play, you know, kind of proggy metal type music. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we met Brett, um, who's here now, cool, and cool. Uh, and he joined the band. And then when we relocated from Edmonton to Toronto – We met uh, Brendan, who is now our bass player. So, kind of from all areas of the country. All right, excellent, excellent. 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 So, um, the album
0: "World of Make Believe." Um, it's a cool album. I've listened to it a couple of times. I've been streaming it off uh, Apple Music. In fact, so you might get a couple of couple of cents from it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, but yeah, no, just uh, it's really it's a really good album. I really enjoy the. uh, I've got a couple of tracks that I really enjoy. Uh, "Monster," Mm -hmm. uh, "Questions." Uh, so I've got this here, Save Me and Perfect Storm. Awesome. Cool. No, I just, those are the sort of like standout tracks for me on that one. It's quite an intense um, but melodic ride of an album. It is, yeah. That's what we were going for. So it kind of go, goes up, down, intensity, and then it sort of has those soft uh, mellow moments, piano songs, stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, tell me about the album. Uh, does it, um, Is there a, like a narrative running through it or, or, or is each song its own uh, entity?
3: I mean when we were writing it, we were definitely looking at the project through a social justice lens. Mm-hmm. So each song kind of tackles a different issue. It was something that, as a band, we felt was important to to talk about. Um, you know, the songs come from some first person experience in some fashion. I've done a lot of youth work with with homeless youth and that inspired a lot of the music. And I guess yeah, it's a definite running th- theme throughout the throughout the album.
0: Cool, cool,
3: cool, cool. Um, so, um,
0: with the album, obviously, it's been out for a—is it a, a couple of months now? Since March. Since March, so yeah, it's been. How has it done for you?
3: Good, actually. We're we're really proud of of what it's done. Yeah. We've been nominated for a couple of awards mm-hmm. in Canada, which is great um it had cracked the top 10 for the canadian college radio charts we were number eight for for a long time so that was really cool yeah it's definitely exceeded and met the expectations we had for it
0: (laughs) cool so um, i'm with that obviously being a self-release as well was that was that the general um feeling when you made this album that you wanted to do it yourselves like off your own back or was there hope of a label getting involved
3: uh, actually a label was involved when we started this project okay. and it didn't work out. So we decided to kind of take back the reins and just say, we want to do the album our way. Um, you know, the, the eventual goal is to bring on a record label partner in the future, but it has to be the right partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just wanted to make a good first impression and put an album out ourselves that we could be proud of. Um, and that could carry us through to the next project.
1: Mm-hmm. cool
0: cool cool so uh, yeah it's a very good album um like i said before uh i really enjoy it because i've i've had it on like on my rotations so um what is like i've asked one uh band earlier also from canada um what is the scene like up there because I, I seem to have a, a a couple of bands coming through at the moment that have been sort of catching my eye uh you're one of them and i was just sort of wondering what the scene is like in canada itself
2: it's it could be better i think <laughs> just, I, I don't know people aren't crazy crazy passionate about this type of music that much here north america in general but the states is a little bit better than canada's i don't know there's just not a lot of music fanatics up here like it's it can be kind of difficult to get people to come out to live shows stuff like that but People just in you know Europe and South America and places like that just seem to be a lot more passionate about what's going on and just more into it in general you know yeah yeah
0: that seems a general consensus from one of our bands from your area saying it's it's not um, it's not great there's there's not that much focus on uh, Canadian metal or Canadian rock
3: yeah definitely not
0: uh, even though there are some bands that have come out of there that have done very well You got bands like cancer bats um, Obra. Three Inches of Blood, Annihilator, bands like that. That kind of Devlin Townsend's another one. Yep. Um, so they they do come out of Canada. I, I had to do some research to find that that out. <laughs> um, but <laughs> That's you know, I
3: mean, they're not in the forefront of your mind, right? Like they're there, but they're not the top top runners of the genre for
0: sure. Yeah, I mean they come over here. Uh, or, uh, I'm in the states actually, but when when I was in England, I, I've watched Cancer Bats. I've seen in Three Inches of Blood and Devlin Townsend in his various. Um, his various guises, be it strapping young lad or or his own solo work, but um, not not immediately obvious that they're Canadian. They don't they don't they don't say they're Canadian as such. <laughs> if you get what I mean. Where, whereas you get the instant um, kind of uh, reaction that they're they're Americans, so they're from North America, <laughs> you know, which obviously isn't great for you guys because it's Canada's a separate country altogether. Mm-hmm. But being from England, I get the same thing because we've got many countries around us. I live here now and I get, are you from Scotland? Are you from Wales? And my accent is nothing like those two. So I I, I get it. I get that. I get that part of it. It's just that it's not blindingly obvious. Like they're not, they don't, I don't feel that they're promoting the fact that Canada has this scene going on. There are quality bands like yourself there that are just (laughs) kind of waiting to be heard. Um, And like I say, some of them do get out and I think they should be a bit more, you know, Helping you guys out or helping out the scene there a bit more. I don't sure. know what they do within Canada, but...
3: It's... I mean, Ca- Canada's quite a conservative country. Um, and I that. think Maybe that's part of the issue is, you know, metal is not a conservative genre. <laughs> um, it's it's a little out there as, it, as it's meant to be. It's supposed to be shocking and uncomfortable. And yes. um, I think it's just something that, you know, again, Canada is, is it's a great country, but it is, it is quite conservative. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes just afraid to... Um, really promote something that isn't, you know, have immediate likability or something that isn't niche. That's why we're known for a lot of pop artists like Celine Dion and Justin Bieber and Avril or a lot of country artists like Shania Twain, you know, because it's almost like their, their music is very safe. Yes. So it's, I think that's probably has something to do with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, So, uh, Obviously, you have a show tonight. Um, Do you have any tours coming up or any other shows?
3: Yeah, we've got quite a few. We just finished our Western Canada tour, which went really well. We were pretty stoked with it. We're playing tonight in Toronto, and we've got a lot of shows over the next uh, about two months throughout uh, Ontario. And we keep everything updated on our website.
0: Cool, cool. Any plans to come down to, to the States?
3: Yeah, that'll be our plan for next year, for sure. Mm. Nothing's booked, but we're definitely looking at some opportunities.
0: Excellent, excellent. So I've got a couple of uh, questions left for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can both answer these individually. Um, so the first one is uh, your three top albums that mold you into the person that you are today, stroke musician. So
4: Ooh. your three mm-hmm.
0: most like influential albums okay, you can go. think of.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well, for me, one of the biggest ones was... These Days by Bon Jovi. Cool. <laughs> and Amarellis by Shinedown. Nice. And Black Widow by In This Moment.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, for me, um, it's hard to pick a, like, a specific album out of the band, but i have to say probably Octavarium from Dream Theater. Just any Dream Theater album in general has just molded a lot of what I'm into. Um, Pink Floyd's The Wall- got me into a lot of concepty albums and stuff that tells stories, stuff that, like, that very much interests me. And a third album, mm, probably uh, Moving Pictures by Rush. Cool. Cool.
0: Six very cool. good albums, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so what are your uh, hobbies away from music? So when you're not doing band stuff, uh, what do you do?
3: Oh, is there a life outside of music? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, some I- call it a life, some just call it video games, you know. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, that, that's that pretty much sums up Brett. Um, <laughs> um, I'm an avid swimmer. I love swimming. I used to swim competitively for a long time, and it's just something that I still love to do and uh, haven't been doing as often in the past couple months because we've been on the road and doing a lot of stuff, but I definitely like to hit the water as often as I can.
2: Cool. Cool. Brett. Uh, I don't know. I I do a lot of practicing. We do a lot of time dedicated to music to music bad the off time. You know, the odd video game here and there is always fun, cool, you know, cool. just the other I don't know, I'm I'm brand new in Toronto. I just moved down here, so I'll have to figure out what other stuff you can do around <laughs> here. It seems to be a lot more interesting of a city than where I've come from, so i'll find something i'm sure cool
0: cool yeah there's nothing wrong with video games uh how many other musicians have have that as a pastime so because it is something you can kind of do on the road as well so when you're out with the band and you kind of need to have that moment you can break out a handheld game system or you if you're lucky enough to have a tour bus it <laughs> may have a gaming system inside there so
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's all good so um Finally, where can people reach you? Where's the best place to hit up Van Halst?
3: Either our website, vanhalstmusic.com or on any of our social media platforms. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all under Van Halst. And yeah, we're, we're pretty easy to get a hold of. Cool. cool, cool.
0: And you're very responsive to everyone that messages you. Sure. yeah. Obviously, if they're nice messages.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll respond to everything.
0: All right, cool. Well, uh cammy brett thank you very much for your time today um good luck uh with the album still i know it's been out for a couple of months but you know i hope it continues to do well for you uh mm-hmm. into next year and uh yeah i hope to see you down in the states at some point next year
3: for sure if you get that hooked
0: up let me know um Absolutely. can always run some promotions and stuff if you especially if you hit down here in tampa um okay.
3: That's
0: where my favorite band is from. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool. So yeah, again, thank you guys, um, and have a good rest of your day. Good luck with the show tonight.
3: Thank you. Thank cool. you. Thank you. Bye.
0: Cool. So that was Cami and Brett from Van Halst. Thank you again to those guys for doing this interview. It was uh, it was a pleasure, um, and they're gonna go on to do some good things. I think they're they're well on their way on that front. And onto another band, which I think will be um, going on to do very well. This is Simon from Fractal Cipher. Enjoy. I would like to welcome to my show this week, Simon from the band Fractal Cypher. Welcome, Simon.
4: Thank you for having me.
0: Yep, not a problem. Not a problem. Um, So uh, the band Fractal Cypher, you've you've got an album out now called The Human Paradox. Um, You've released it yourself. Is that correct? Yeah, of course. Yeah, off your own back. Awesome. Um, so just before we start chatting about the album, uh, can we get some background on your band?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the band started in 2012 when um, a bunch of college friends uh, bound together to start the band, and it was called Far From Reality at the time. Mm-hmm. And the band Far From Reality like kept going on until... Uh, 2013 uh, with the release of an album called Reminiscence Uh, but after that album uh, just came out there was a conflict over musical differences Mm -hmm. and and the band just split up and uh, that's why Fractal Cypher is born because uh, three of the members of Far From Reality just stayed together and uh, decided to continue making music Uh, and that's in 2014 that uh, we started to compose for uh, the album that is now uh, called "The Human Paradox." We entered the studio in 2015 uh, and 2016. The release of of this album.
0: Cool, cool. So yeah, the album uh, "Human Paradox" is it, a great album. It's kind of a um, how would I put it? Kind of a power metal, classic metal kind of sound to it. Uh, mm-hmm. if that's a fair fair comparison um on that front and it's got some it's got some great tracks on it i've got a couple i've listed here of my actual like standout tracks from my from my ears if you will um i've got uh, endless circle which i thought was a good one uh awakening is another one and uh imminent extinction mm-hmm. uh all all solid tracks what would you say where would you say your influences lie um as a band
4: as a band, it's it's a hard question to answer because there's so many influences uh, in that band. Uh, for example, uh, there's uh, Ludo, which is the main composer of that band, playing the keys mm-hmm. uh, on the band. In the band, uh, he, he listens a lot of classical music. He listens a lot of uh, gent music, more uh, percussive music. Uh, so I, I think that is part uh, into the composition still we have myself uh, I'm more into power metal which uh, which can be heard too yeah. uh, on the on the way I composed my uh, my vocal lines and also in some of the lyrics topics uh, and there's modern rock as well classic rock so we we try to uh, to tie everything together and that makes something that you can hear hear on that record
0: yeah definitely definitely i mean i hear all those sounds uh within within the um within the album um i i really like my my personal sort of like like favorite on on uh kind of like rock albums or metal albums if you will uh they're kind of like long um long solos like kind of like long held notes and things like that Mm -hmm. and your album has that and it was great i've been listening to it kind of uh since I got sent it, actually, uh, it's been in my rotations, and it's been uh, it's been really cool because it's kind of switching up from the rest of the stuff I normally listen to. So,
4: well, it's pretty appreciated.
0: Cool. No worries, man. So, um, what was the uh, what's the uh, story running? Because obviously, you know, you write you're writing the lyrics. Um, what yeah. is the story running through the album, or is each each track its own kind of entity?
4: Yeah. Well, it's not a concept album, which it's not like a, a storyline throughout the the whole album. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, I, I think. Uh, Every song can fall under the same theme or uh, topics, which you know the human paradox has not been chosen as a title for nothing. Mm-hmm. Every every song speaks uh, about something human, you know. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it's uh, it's good, sometimes it's bad, but you know it's not uh, it's not written in a way that's literal. You know, it's more metaphoric yep. way of to say things. So sometimes. I would need to explain in what mood I was when I wrote the song, but anyway, that's not the thing that is important because everyone can make its own story out of the songs mm-hmm. because it's universal topics yeah and and that's what we wanted to achieve with that album because we didn't want to uh, to give something too hard to digest for a first record. Uh, being a progressive band is too hard to fall under clichés or just do, try, try to do too much yeah. to impress and to, to feel like you're part of the gang and to, that you're part of the major league. And that was not our intention. We wanted to do something like uh, honest, but still uh, humble. Um, and, you know, we don't know what the future holds for us, but for now we just really wanted to do something Uh, complex but simple as well yeah yeah that that was that
0: kind of like a um um, an introduction to you if you will whereas a lot of bands uh with their first release because they've got a couple of demos behind them they tend to throw everything into that first release um not that you've taken anything from it but they do throw everything into it and it kind of it can it can become um how's the bright word a mess if you will uh, or just like every track, yep. every track's different. Uh, whereas like you said, you've, you've kind of harnessed, you've simplified, you've kind of, it's still kept to what you want it to be. So it's progressive. It's got some complexity to it, but it's simplified, easy to digest. So,
4: yeah, of course cool. we wanted to go. You, we wanted to, to have the opportunity to go further, you know, no? yeah. So, so that's, that's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, uh, it, like you said, it was self-released. Um, what was the, um, Uh, sort of like strategy behind that uh, in as much as was that initially planned? Were you hoping to get a label to release it or was it always going to be something you wanted to kind of release off your own backs?
4: Yeah, of course, we wanted to have a label behind. uh, And so we we tried. We sent uh, the album to a lot of them. Uh, We got some responses, but, you know, in in today's industry, they want... uh, a band that already has a, a, a fan base yeah. and and money income enough to bring money in in the label, you know. Yeah. So we we didn't have that uh, at the time, and we're trying hard at the, at the moment to build that. Cool. Uh, so you know, uh, they they don't invest in bands anymore. The the labels, I, I mean, they don't invest in bands anymore. They they are not gonna put like. 50 grand uh, to promote your album and to put you on a tour. uh, They don't do that anymore. They want you to be established to a minimum. uh, And that's the work that bands nowadays need to do on their own before they get signed on label to be distributed all around the world. And that's the part that we are at the moment.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah, it's it's very um, rare these days that labels do take a chance on new bands um, in as much as ones that aren't um, proven whereas like some back in the day it was just the music that spoke and the labels go yeah we can we can put that out we can make that you know earn x amount of money uh, but obviously yep. these days it's a lot more difficult with the way people consume music for one um and actually uh bands being able to like play in all these places freely without without having to worry too much about the monetary side of things Mm-hmm. Um, so with, with that, um, with your band and, and like gigs and touring, do you have anything coming up, or have you been on tour recently?
4: We didn't uh, went on tour recently, but we're planning one, uh, which I can't discuss too much because it's really it's okay. at the first steps uh, of the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's definitely one coming up. Uh, we just don't know when. Probably this fall or winter. Uh, still, we have a few gigs in our area of Montreal, uh, and we're we're making our way uh, slowly, but uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Cool, cool. Um, just
0: because uh, i been speaking to a couple of bands based up in Canada recently, um, mm-hmm. and there seems to be a, a few a few metal bands going on there of of, of very of of good quality. Um, I was just sort of wondering what the scene was like for you guys in in your
4: area of Canada. Well, it, it's not an easy scene, but it's it's a scene that has a lot of bands. You know, they can it can have a show every day with four, five, six bands only in Montreal. Okay. Okay. So so take that in Toronto, in Vancouver, take that in everywhere in Canada. So there's a lot of bands playing every night, and it, it's pretty much hard to just get out of Canada. Uh, because I, I don't know, it's it's a personal point of view maybe, but uh, I think that it's a lot harder for a Canadian band to get um, international recognition than for American bands or uh, European bands, for example. Mm. And and I don't know why, it's just like a, a feeling, of, uh, a personal feeling I get because I know so many good bands uh, which don't get the recognition that they should have. Um and, and the scene is maybe I think uh, overwhelmed with too much uh, too much to offer, okay. and too and too less people to uh, to listen because Canada is like uh, what 35 million people mm. uh, in the country, which is not that much when you compare to the states or to some European countries. So the 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 people who can listen to the music is far less than some other places in the world for the same amount of music that gets out every
3: year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's always, it's about finding the right channel uh, in order to kind of put your music out there. Uh, Obviously you've got a press guy helping you out with that. Otherwise I Mm. wouldn't have heard of you uh, otherwise. Of course. Um, course. So, you know, you're, you're making the right moves on that front. Um, But I mean, the album's quality is it's up there with a lot of the European um, like power metal, heavy metal, you know, melodic death metal albums uh, to be honest with you, the ones I've heard recently anyway, it's, uh, it's the quality's up there, the production wise, uh, and the songwriting's really tight as well. So, uh, you've definitely got the ingredients to push it. Uh, just need those people to hear it. Don't you? So, um, but yeah, no, I was just curious about the uh, Canadian scene because like you say, metal bands from Canada, it's not a, um, it's not it's it's generally not heard of or it's not known i mean there prob there there are bands from there that have done well but it's um it's not an area where people go looking and i no. i think they should because like i said i've had a whole bunch of canadian bands like on my show and and they're there so i'm i'm trying to help obviously get the word out on that front as well so um but yeah no it seems like there's something healthy coming through you just need to you know find that breakthrough point i
4: guess On that front, well, and if I may add, it is that in Canada, I think there's not a metal culture or a rock culture, you know, because there are some countries where the uh, the government itself invest in music, invest in in culture, and they recognize uh, the rock scene and the metal scene as part of the culture, uh, which is not the case in Canada. Uh, you, you get to hear on radio some uh, some stuff uh, that, that's really formatted for radio. And uh, being in Quebec as well, because we are from the province of Quebec, which is a French province. Yeah. Uh, what you get to hear on television and on the radio uh, must be like uh, French all the time, which is not a bad thing because there's this protection of the. Uh, of the language, which is important, but still it affects some musicians because they can get their music to be played anywhere, yeah. which is which is our case. Uh, I can say for I can speak for in other provinces, but what concerns us is that we can't get to play our music anywhere on on platform other than uh, some radios, such as yourself, mm-hmm. uh, that that can play anything they want. But so, so that puts some. Uh, difficulties into the process of being known in our area without uh, sending your music everywhere in the world and waiting for for responses you know
0: yeah yeah no definitely definitely um were you tempted to uh record or maybe you have uh, have you like recorded the album in french sorry were you tempted to record the album in french
4: no, 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 never. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> no, because the, the the language for me is is like uh, something that we, you work with, and for rock and metal, English is the only material which uh, which make it sound what it is. Uh, there's a few bands that works in French uh, in our area, which which is good, but that's not what we wanted. That's not the sound we wanted. Yeah. Uh So. Yeah, no, nope. we never uh, thought about it.
0: Okay, no, I was just curious, because I, I, I interviewed a band um, from France, actually, a, a metal mm. band from France called Smash Hit Combo, uh, a good couple of months ago now. Um, and they've, they've yeah. previously, all their albums were recorded in French, and they were kind of like a um, sort of a metalcore, rapcore type band. Um, okay. And it was all in French, and then this album they're recording right now, whatever's coming out next, they've done an English version and a French version. So I was just curious to see if you were going to do this or maybe have done the same thing. So,
4: No, the only thing that may happen is like one song uh, someday, but, you know, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think okay. so.
0: All right, cool. That's no, just uh, curious. That <laughs> one, so that's all good. Um, so I've got a couple of questions left for you, Simon. Um, yeah. This is uh, the first one is your three top albums that have molded you as the person musician that you are today.
4: Okay, well, uh, that's a hard one <laughs> so, to only choose three. But uh, number three, the number of the beast by Hyron Maiden, cool, which uh, gave me uh, uh, what I needed to start singing. Cool, uh, Ecliptica by Sonata Arctica, nice, uh, which was my first uh, introduction into power metal. Uh, yeah. And uh the last one which is my top album in metal, which is Once by Nightwish.
0: Nice. Some
4: excellent so choices that, there. That would be the top three album of of Yeah. Cool, yeah,
0: cool. Um so what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not um playing with the guys in Fractal Cypher, what do you do?
4: Well, that's a hard question because we are always together. But uh, <laughs> but we really love outdoors activities. Like you know, we we don't do anything too fancy. You know, like a fire camp, some acoustic guitars, uh, uh, some beers. You know, just relax uh, over the the campfire and and have a chat. You know, we're really simple guys. Uh, we're not into like the partings. See, we're not like 80s rock star. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's really much down to earth uh, kind of things. So yeah, that that would pretty much be it.
0: Cool, cool. And uh, finally, where can people reach the band? Where's the best place for them to go check you out? Uh, in shows? You you mean uh, on the on the internet? So the internet. like they're listening okay. to this, they can go to a certain website.
4: Um, yeah well we have a, a facebook of course and you can follow us on every platform that you can buy music like a spotify you can go on bandcamp band brand you can go on, on amazon cool. so every uh, every platform that sells music we are on that platform itunes also uh, so yeah just to name those i may forget some but i think that that's pretty much it. Cool.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you, Simon. Um, i just tell everyone, go check out the Fractal Cypher album, The Human Paradox, which is out now. Uh, like I said, it's via every digital outlet, Amazon, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, all those good places. Um, and do you have physical copies as well?
4: Yeah, you can uh, order physical copies or brand, uh, cool. dot com
0: cool bandbrand.com go check that out if you prefer picking up physical uh physical copies um so simon thank you very much for your time
4: thank Um, you very much
0: and uh good luck with the album and um yeah have a good one
4: thank you very much thank you for having me